0: Comics, movies, music, video games, technology,
1: Blu-ray, television. This
0: is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You'll never
2: see me coming. Episode
3: 320. 30 minutes is how long it takes to get wings from Hooters.
1: 30 minutes is how long it takes to start my bug.
2: 30 minutes is how long I slept last night.
4: 15 minutes plus 15 minutes is 30 minutes.
0: 30 minutes. I'm eating a double cheeseburger from McDonald's, so I've got about 30 minutes uh, to do this podcast where nature calls.
2: Nope, I screwed up. Welcome to Iron Man Review Podcast. I don't, I don't recognize
0: that song. What was that? Iron Man. So that? Supposed to have been on? Iron Man. Welcome
2: to episode 320, I think. Is this 320? 320 already. Yeah, 320. 320? 320. Mm-hmm. Post-Iron Man letdown. I mean, post-Iron Man... Afterglow. <laughs> afterglow, <laughs> thank you. It's
0: Afterglow.
2: It's not a letdown. Afterglow. We're at Bill McDonald's, Frank with Bill, and Brad with two special guests. Dennis Poo in the house. Hello, Dennis. Hello. And my buddy Kevin Wright. Hello. And uh, I would like to take a moment to thank you, Dennis. Dennis brought me a Lisa
0: Loeb autographed LP. Stop it. Yes. Vinyl?
2: Vinyl. Yeah. You should Dude, see it's and really
0: awesome. You're going to have to go invest now. Really cool art
2: a on a turntable. Yeah. Do we know who drew that art? I don't know. might say it on the liner notes or something yeah I'd like I, to know it,
3: it hasn't been sealed yet but if, for those who are familiar with uh Eric Ahesi, an artist that's kind of somewhat connected with a uh, comic geek speak, it is in that vein. yeah, it's really yeah. Nice. so it's um it's a very good caricature
0: of Lisa Loeb It's like thank a you like a Frank Cho Lisa Loeb no no no, not not that um you know it's less of, it's frank
2: Cho-y. Than you might want it to be. Yeah, it's, right. It's vivacious, but it's
3: uh, toned down.
0: It's in good taste. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, I'm not. Still can to have
3: got I'm going to take a picture of it and I want to tweet it and include her name on it and see if I to know. Lisa Love, yeah, and see if she'll respond to it somehow.
2: Cool. Um, anyway, we're going to yeah. completely spoil Iron Man three. Uh, I think Kevin and I were talking about it in the car on the way over here. I think the phrase, you'll never see me coming, now has a double meaning. It uh, does. Because that was quite a twist. It was a wonderful twist. A wonderful twist.
0: Now, did you guys, as we went through the movie, obviously we all saw the two or three promos that came out. Right. Um, other than that, I, I, it occurred to me as the movie was happening that I didn't know a stinking thing that was going to occur in the movie. I knew nothing about the extremists. Um, I knew that uh, our boy, uh, uh, what was his name? Um, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew he was going to be in the movie, but um, I just—I spent the entire movie going. I didn't expect that, which I was had, amazing.
3: Early on, I had heard uh, rumors, and it was all speculation that it was going to be somewhat of a Batman Begins type scenario where Guy Pierce was the Heavy and, uh, you know, how Raja was actually, uh, you know, he was, he was a front.
0: Spoiler alert! Yeah,
3: so it kind of had that going for it, too. Yeah, which was uh, nice. But this one was done in mm-hmm. the Iron Man tongue-in-cheek way that
2: uh, made it so much fun. I think if it. it hadn't been done tongue-in-cheek and... Ben Kingsley hadn't yucked it up, mm-hmm. I think I
0: would have been really irritated. I mean, he kind
2: of drunk uh, it up,
0: didn't he? Oh,
2: yes. Sitting right next to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> We're eating McDonald's and, and french fries. Because the pizza joint was closed at 10pm on a Saturday night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not like we live in uh, you know... Not like we're living in Antlers, Oklahoma or Paris, Texas or something. I mean, you expect things to stay open later than that um, in a major metro area. If Ben Kingsley hadn't yucked
2: it up, I think I would have been more upset that they squandered the possibility for a real villain in the Mandarin. Right. Because they set up the Mandarin in the first one, obviously, because of the guy with the ring and they mentioned, didn't they mention 10 rings in the first Iron Man movie? Yeah, I think you're right. I think they did. So I expected an honest to goodness real bad guy,
4: but you I never saw him. Come but we'll I never saw him come yeah. yet. Well, well and we never good. once
0: we never once saw the Mandarin. You know, in no way did they ever show the Mandarin with rings on his fingers.
4: No, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, they did they? When yeah, he got the SUV when they pulled up mm-hmm. to the house, they? Um, they did. So, so took a really good shot of him.
3: Okay. So are we led to believe that that was Guy Pierce? No. I didn't know that the Mandarin was Guy Pierce? No, I'm sorry. The first Iron Man,
2: where you just see the rings, was that was that thing? We didn't see any rings. The only ring we saw in the first Iron Man movie was what the one bad guy he just had one ring, and he was um, the one that uh, Jeff Bridges ended up shooting, paralyzing first, and then and then melting his the brain. Yeah, melted his brain, his, mm-hmm. and then his bad guys came in and cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Right. He only had the one ring. Okay, but they mentioned the ten rings in name, so they really had an opportunity to to actually have a Mandarin bad guy, and to find out that he was just a, a se- just a Yuck, a ruse a s- street act. Yeah, yeah if he hadn't a triple, well, <laughs> that's nice. If he hadn't have uh, oh yeah we're recording if he hadn't have yucked it up okay I knew going in that the Mandarin wasn't who we thought he was because I, you know, because I, I spoke to Ashley and Ashley oh, saw oh, she, okay Ashley saw it last night okay oh. no 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 she saw it Thursday night and her Facebook post the day after was Shane black owes me five dollars. So, back to the director and right. co-writer. And so I asked her. So she that,
0: wanted 37% of her money back? No. <laughs> I don't it get it. It only
2: cost her $5 at that theater.
0: That makes more sense. Because she's a
2: student. And the theater are only 5 and $7 tickets, which is really nice, up near where she lives. So anyway,
0: that's beside okay. the point. And do you get like seats in this theater? Yes. Do you have to stand? Yes. Or it's, you have to sit you need like good style on the floor? or the something? Point is, she
4: everybody her, she throw her your money blankets back.
0: out and uh, get your picnic basket out. We're about to start
2: the movie. She wanted her money back. She was disappointed, and I'm proud of her for being disappointed because she's such a comic geek like the rest of us. That makes me proud as a father because she wanted, she expected. The Mandarin to be who she knew the Mandarin to be.
0: Right. I mean, if you you watch the cartoon, the Mandarin is what bad Mama Jama. But, and so I knew going in that he was like
2: that. And at first, I didn't like the idea until I saw Ben Kingsley yucking it up. And then it was just too dang funny not to like.
1: Wait, in the trailer or in the movie? In the
3: movie. In the movie. When he's just a, uh, you know, there's that, when you're introduced to his other persona, he's walking out of a restroom bathroom going, whoo, you do not want to go in there for 20 minutes <laughs> at least. Kind of Fridays. And uh, then let it go in the bathroom for about 35, 45 minutes. Right. And then those two girls end up having to go in there and you hear off camera,
2: oh my God. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> There, yeah, two of his uh, dates, I guess, are, are ushered in there for safety. You know, I wish I hadn't have known because
2: I'd like to, I would like to have experienced the reveal. That was, that was pretty amazing. I was looking awesome. at you when, when we, when we found the big deal because I figured you, you'd be going, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't seem, what? To be, you didn't seem to be irritated by it. Or if you okay. were, you were holding it
0: in. No, um, I just, that that movie uh, surprised me in almost every turn. I mean, first of all, we didn't get any real action. The first I mean, half for, of that movie was for,
3: what really forty five minutes or more.
2: It was slow. The first really? Iron Man. Was I thought like it was, that. I mean, I thought it was there was from one a story. A- what was the first action scene that?
0: Well, I mean, him him trying to put the the armor on the first time. I would consider pretty that much action the action scene. scene in the first hour of oh, the movie. I'm thinking, I'm
2: thinking when his house got blown up. That was
0: the best one. Yeah, but doesn't that sound about midway through the movie? I, it might, have been, but it, I mean, cause well, that's, that's, that's why the that that movie it felt was, so slow. The it movie seems, was two and a half hours long. I mean, if it's midway through the movie, that's you know, you know, do the math. The
2: first hour, well was, over an hour, was, was I found to be really slow, and I I got dangerously close to getting bored in the first half, in the first hour. I it was for I, <laughs> me the dialogue
3: was dinging and the character. Well, and that's what movement. saved it, Frank. The dialogue,
2: yeah. you know. Robert Downey Jr. is—he's the perfect movie
0: Tony Stark. He really is. One of my uh, thoughts was, Shane Black has got a lot of guts for structuring the movie in the way he did because he was flat out counting on a captive audience because he didn't do anything with that audience for you know an hour. Well, I, it's I, like we we must really love these characters to put up with you know almost literally nothing happening. Um, for as long as it took. There, there,
3: you know, he could have taken the approach that a lot of Part 3s take, which is reintroduce the character, reintroduce the storyline, reintroduce everything for new viewers. They didn't do that. They really just kind of brought things in. If you didn't know who Iron Man was, if you didn't see the Avengers, you just have to infer a lot of information from that. It would be interesting for someone who's never seen the Avengers, and maybe they've never seen an Iron Man movie,
2: see how well they pick up on on a lot of those those beats. Hey, i got to say, Dennis has heard this a million times, but I'm going to say it for Kevin's benefit also. If you guys want to say something, you have to jump. just jump in. Dennis knows this.
4: I know. And I've, Kevin and I have talked a lot about it too, so... Okay, well, Kevin, I'm gonna, let's take this one. The first action scene I remember was before the house blowing up, and that was the henchman meeting the guy with the briefcase. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of setting that whole... Part, part of the movie, yeah, the Chinese theater, and Happy was oh yeah, flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it didn't take as long as you know. I, I thought that was considered action,
3: you know. Yeah, you it's know, good.
4: I and the it's it's for but it me, did more, take it did take a while to for, reach for the that. action up yeah.
3: yeah, but I thought the pacing of the story was great. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed the I enjoyed listening to the characters talk. I did too. Seen where they've been. I mean, even that flashback to nineteen ninety nine mm-hmm. to establish where we've been, which was funny. Yeah. I,
2: okay, <laughs> there's something about that. It threw me off that he had met Jensen before.
0: Right. Yeah. That, I I looked over at uh, but Jensen
2: didn't act like he ever like he in the first movie he'd never acted he didn't act like he'd ever met him before.
0: Yeah. I. I it was a that,
2: fleeting encounter.
0: Yeah. Granted. But still, you think? Do you think that? Jensen clearly knows who Tony Stark is, and you're right. You, you didn't get that impression. I think far. everyone knew who Tony Stark mm-hmm. was. I mean, it almost I mean, made you even if bad the timeline is messed up. You know who I am. Right. Yeah. Well, they who was it that
2: said Jensen in this movie? Was it Jensen himself?
1: I don't
0: remember uh, them mentioning his
2: name. Yeah, I didn't
1: either. I impressive. didn't realize it was a flashback initially because
4: I was it's like, "That guy's dead.
1: At, the, yeah. at the I, I must have missed that. We missed it. Yeah.
3: You know, and and Tony Stark is so arrogant anyway that he can. You know, if you're not important to him at that moment, sorry. All
2: right. Before I forget, we mentioned Shane Black. You guys know the movie Predator.
3: Kiss, kiss, bang, bang.
2: No, Predator. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was one of the soldiers in that movie. He was an act. He acted in that movie. Shane Black was. Shane Black. No. He was the guy with the big glasses that kept telling the dirty yes, jokes to yes, try to get yes. the American Indian to laugh all the time. Yeah. Okay, That's Shane it's been too long since so I've his seen his name it was Parker. Hawkins in, in Predator. What have he
1: directed before?
2: Lethal Weapon? No, 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 no. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. He wrote Lethal Weapon. Let me look up IMDb real quick. Um, See, I so like okay, back to kiss, kiss, bang, bang, bang. The action. Okay. That had Junior Downey Junior. Okay, back
4: to let's, let's back up to where I'd forgotten talking about, about that Ben that. Kingsley's character, the 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 Mandarin. I kept mm-hmm. thinking, even after they revealed that he was just. Just a bit character guy. I kept thinking he's gonna. He's he's just saying that, and he's gonna, you <laughs> know, just to get Weasel's way out of it. Wouldn't that kept have been thinking a that crazy that. twist yes. that he was he actually kept, like? I, I kept expecting it. <laughs> say say that again. What did you expect? That the Mandarin, the Trevor, was actually the Mandarin. The the. The head honcho. That he was actually... He, he was acting on the a part rude. of the actor. Oh, 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 well, yeah, yeah. Double agent.
0: Because yeah. when you first see the Mandarin is Trevor, he says something slightly cryptic like, there's two halves of me or there's something you don't know about me or something. I kind of expect it to almost be like an induced dual personality or something. Mm. You know, I expected the Mandarin to like, you know... Flip switch back on right. or something, too. and then all of a sudden he he becomes the most dangerous yeah. you know, man on the mm-hmm. earth, you know, or he's this simpering drunken you know <laughs> sodden idiot, basically. Right. Um, to find out that no, he's just a simpering drunken Drug sodden addict. idiot. Yeah. So um, that,
1: that twist, you know, there's no denying that that's a big twist. But is is it a satisfying twist? I was going to ask, as a comic <sighs> geek how does that you know? Make well, y'all feel?
0: In, in a world where in a world that tries to be more realistic. In the in the Marvel universe, um, I think it, it makes sense that he's not, you know, a magical creature. I mean, we haven't been introduced to Scarlet Witches or Doctor Stranges or you know people like that yet. We have gods though, so <clears throat> we do. But even even Thor said, you know, even those movies they basically said that. Uh, that what you think is magic is just technology. Yeah, it's science, just supremely advanced. You call technology. it magic where I come right. from, it's science. Right. right. And so there's no real, there's no real overt mysticism going on, um, which it would require for the Mandarin to be who he is. I mean, in in the the Iron Man uh, Armored Adventures cartoon, again they do the same thing. They let you know that that. It looks like magic what he can do, but it's actually incredibly advanced technology. They just never really explain how the technology, you know, but does to, magical things.
1: As he's he's a big character in the comics, and I guess in the cartoon. I haven't seen it. But I, I think he is. I mean, in the cartoon, he considered
0: Iron Man's arch nemesis.
1: Well, in the manga? cartoon,
0: they they uh, re they kind of reboot the idea of the character, and he's actually you know, Tony Stark is a high schooler in the cartoon. Oh, Which okay. is a, a, a revamp right there, or a retcon, or whatever, it's cartoon. Is it, but is
3: it the Avengers, or is it an Iron Man cartoon?
0: There's, well, there's both, but I'm talking about the Iron Man cartoon. Iron Man Armored Adventures oh. is that is the you, name of it. It's, it's had two full seasons of okay. like 26 episodes apiece. Hmm. I didn't know uh, about this. It's really good. I'm surprised you guys... It, it takes some getting used to, because the art is... The animation is kind of odd... Um, it's com- completely computer generated So it-, it takes a while to get used to animation That, that on the surface kind of looks cold like that okay. um, But once you do I think the, the storylines uh, story are in- uh, Pretty engaging um, They had the-, the first season Ended with the tech of war But the entire way through His buddy is um, His buddy is uh, 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 Gene Kahn Is a uh, recent transfer As the series starts And Pepper and Rhodey are Tony's two best friends. And this guy Gene Kahn kind of works his way in. Um, Another, uh, gosh, what's the... Are we uh, supposed to
2: know who Gene Kahn is?
0: Gene Kahn ends up being the Mandarin. Okay. He's the son. He's the the blood heir to the Mandarin legacy. Okay. And at first he denies it, but he ends up accepting it. He ends up becoming the Mandarin. And it's kind of cool because... But then he's... But then he likes it.
1: So in the in the movie, I mean it's really just Mandarin in name only. Mm -hmm. There's nothing
0: well all well he was he was nothing but a distraction. His his purpose was to provide misdirection to the world as this extremist project gets underway. And as we found out, you know, it became kind of obvious, but um, The technology wasn't perfect, and every now and again, one of those extremist bodies Mm -hmm. would overload and blow up with the force of a very tiny thermonuclear device, basically. I mean, it would just vaporize, you know, things from a certain (laughs) radius. Would they say 12 yards, something Mm -hmm. like that? Well, Dennis, was it satisfying (laughs) for you? The twist or the
1: movie?
2: The twist. That's what you asked earlier.
1: Yeah, uh, no. Because you you want the reveal to be something big, not the reveal to be something small. Well, I the, the Mandarin I, 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 turns out to be nobody.
3: Oh,
2: well, but that. But I'd I mean, say that was a, a a big reveal on its own that it wasn't what you expected.
3: Right. I, you know, I, I would argue that in the trailers and from what we've seen in the movie, you were led to believe that Ben Kingsley is yeah. the bad guy. True. He, this is the guy that he is going to have to fight. So, yeah. so the people then, that put
4: the trailers together nailed
3: it.
0: Yeah. And well, then,
2: probably and, under somebody's direction. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah
4: that's made,
0: what maybe. they wanted people to think. That was yeah. some pretty because Marvel has not misled us yet mm-hmm. with their promos and their you know just their marketing campaigns in general. This is really the first time I think that yeah. Marvel has really just kind of yeah. pulled the wool exactly. Oh, yeah. well, like, you, you, know, you know,
1: in the story they're supposed to. So I don't think the trailer is misleading. Well, but how many trailers as opposed to I mean the story itself was misleading the, so. the trailer
2: wasn't misleading until they're not going to give you the big twist in, right, of in the trailer so the, the trailer wasn't <laughs> misleading was trailer. for the first part of the movie but there's
0: not often the big twist to begin with I mean the, just the fact that there was a quote big twist unquote was pretty surprising because tell me the big twist in any of the movies any of the Marvel U movies That's to true. this point that's there have not wrong. been. I mean, yeah. there's been, you know, there's been. Hey, I wasn't expecting yeah, all that moment. Yeah. But for the most part, they're yeah. well. They, know, they've not relied on on stealth and trickery. Right. Exactly. Well, that's You're, what made
2: this twist work. Is because we were expecting I'm, a straightforward. Well, and who saw this coming? Anybody? No, uh, no. I, I apparently, didn't nobody will see me coming. <laughs> uh, but
3: at the your, when when the cast was first announced and stuff, and Guy Pierce was was announced. There was a lot of speculation as to what is he, what role is he going to play, right? And I do remember someone coming up with a, a Raja Ghoul Batman Begins type spin. I do remember hearing that, but that was speculation, and uh, it, it, you know, I, I was questioning Guy Pierce's, yeah, up to the movie. Like I just figured once I found that he was with AIM somewhere along the lines. I found that he was with AIM. Then I figured, oh, maybe that's the. Connection, you know, maybe the Mandarin is working with,
1: with yeah. Amy. I just I figured he'd be like a a, a high level henchman. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. the Mandarin is always going to be in the background, even if Guy Pierce's character gets right. well put away. Another
2: be- thing that that lets you know when a character is going to be important is how popular the character is. I mean, if it's a well established character uh, or actor, I mean they're not gonna they're yeah. not unless they're a complete fanboy they're not gonna sign up for a movie like this where they're just like the limo driver you know what i mean so he guy pierce yeah. is obviously gonna be an important part of this movie i mean i had I had another point but i got distracted by the rangers score they you won know.
3: they won like, like the rangers oh i
0: three or something oh really yeah, okay awesome. it was it was five one now last I heard yeah um,
3: you know now looking back everything is hindsight uh, you know we never saw a, a real scene at least not to my knowledge that had Tony Stark and the Mandarin in it like you never saw those two fighting and stuff no. so like in hindsight it's like oh yeah maybe that was our clue you know you mean <laughs> in the trailer yeah, yeah the
0: trailer yeah because it would have been I think it would have been likely that you would have seen at least a quick shot of the Mandarin blasting the Ring of Power. Yeah, or Iron something. Man or something <laughs> like that. Um, Five to one, Texas-Boston. There you go. There you go, boys. Um, I just... I was shocked. I know what I was going to say. Okay.
2: I remember the show 24, Kiefer Sutherland's TV show. Big
0: thing. I remember yeah. that, too.
2: They would have these... Well known actors come in and do bit parts that were always critical, key plot point characters. You know, like there was one episode where he was in an airport. No, 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 no. His daughter was in the airport trying to leave, and there were some extras in the. Airport in the scene, right at the terminal, waiting for their plane to get there. I know which one you're talking about. Then there were a a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. There were two very recognizable uh, actors in this role, in these roles that were trying really hard to make you think they were very inconsequential. But because those character actors were so well known to me visually, I said they're not what we think they are. They're obviously going to be involved in the scene somehow they're probably plants or bad guys or something and sure enough they ended up being that way so you know if guy pierce is going to be in a movie he's not going to be just somebody who's like i said just the limo driver who doesn't have any inconsequence or any
1: consequence with the story i mean so well, yeah but there was uh, two bad guys right there was uh, sam rockwell he was kind of the The brains behind the thing. And Mickey Rourke. And then there was Mickey Rourke. That's how I thought this dynamic was. And it's not. Well, that's pretty
3: much exactly what it was. (laughs) Yeah. Now, that that was the type of relationship I thought it was, that I was theorizing.
2: And that's what, obviously, that's what they wanted us to think it was. Mm -hmm. And that's, the trailers made us, led us to, you know, led us in that direction.
3: And, you know, through a large part, you're led to that up until Ben Kingsley's Mm -hmm. reveal. Because if you remember... Guy Pierce is just like, don't look the master in the yeah. eyes. Talking, talking about the I master. I wonder. I wondered
2: what that meant when he said it because I knew going in. Like I said that the master mandor- was playing on the yeah. He was just playing the part. Yeah, he so I was like, I wonder him. what he means right. by that. And maybe there was a couple of things in the movie that that were seemed a bit odd to me. That was one comment that seemed a bit odd. And another thing was near the end of the movie when the. Iron Man suit was trapped in the shed and it, 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 there was a lock on it. Does right. the boy always carry a, a vial of acid with him to
3: throw <laughs> it Is it that what lock? happened? I yeah. didn't know what that was. I thought yeah. it, I, I, I broke thought broke it was maybe one of the, the well, Iron Man toys. he I'm like, <laughs>
0: Well, didn't Tony make uh, those um, kind of, when, when he did his 18-bit? Yeah. He made all the stuff. They, they totally should that theme song. They play. did a pan of... Um, They did a pan of, like, three or four, basically, chemical grenades. They're, like, kind of clear, clear roundish things with... Yeah, you should always give to a kid. And they pan across, like, so... (laughs) Yeah. He could have easily, you know, left one or two of those behind, and, you know... I almost turned to Kevin in the middle of the
2: movie, and I didn't, because I didn't want to be that guy talking, because I hate it when somebody does that to me, but I almost... I almost turned to Kevin and said, so does do you know any kids that carry around like explosives with them or, or acid to melt metal? They and were, were in
1: Tennessee. Guys are
2: <laughs> that, that was what? the only thing that really stuck out at me that made me go,
4: what?
0: I found out, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? Uh, had his utility bill. That, uh, that there was going to be, I, I'm trying to remember if I read a tweet or, or what, but uh, it was spoiled to me that, that Tony was going to deal with a lonely boy who could use some guidance <laughs> or something like that. And I went, oh, no, right? no, that's not good. Because, you know, I mean, we call this kid Robin, basically. Yeah. It was it was kind of shocking to me that, uh, that this kid didn't, like, basically move into Stark Tower or whatever. The yeah, year. wouldn't that because have been don't...
3: cheesy if yeah. it's, like, uh...
0: A... Yeah. You know, what's your name? Franklin Richards or yeah. something like that. <laughs> well, and did we ever find out who the, was the dad, was the dad one of the extremist guys? No, like, his dad just kind of walked out on him to get some lotto um, yeah, tickets, well, but. Exactly. He, he walked, he, he walked out six years, he walked. He said to, he must have the, won because that was six <laughs> years ago. <of> yeah. <laughs> He dad went to Seven Eleven to get some scratchers. Yeah, yeah. You know, he must have Until won because that was six years things, ago. They went <laughs>
2: by scratchers, and I was like,
0: "Oh, scratch off tickets, So I was just wondering. I don't know if they, you know, if you could stop the Blu-ray and look at the documents that he's pouring through or whatever. If maybe, you oh. know, that first victim, you know, the, the first guy mm-hmm. um, that they never did find, basically. Um, if that guy maybe was dad, I, and it doesn't
1: it, sound like he, it, he, he wasn't necessarily an all military guy. Yes, I mean right. because
3: when they were in that alleyway, you know, you would think that they would have the connection there if that was his father. Yeah. Like, a, that, like you know, that the story I think would have worked a little better that way. His dad yeah. just sounded like a deadbeat.
0: Yeah, I just I'd, thought it was uh, interesting that 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 was at face value, seeing as very little of the rest of the movie was at face value,
2: Kevin on the way over you asked me a question and i said i'll answer it during the show whatever. yes i had to
4: ask um, there's more burgers than why there. was tony able to direct one of his iron man suits to pepper hmm. and not to rhodey no i think he just didn't want to get to rhodey yeah i thought that might have been one of them. i
2: thought he said something like he couldn't or it's he coded to... it's coded, yeah. coded to... It it's coded, coded but, but
3: he did direct it to
2: Pepper, Pepper. but he's going to want to protect her, and he would think ahead mm-hmm. and, and go ahead. to. And, but and, how was he able to do that, though? But well, he coded it he had to her DNA. Plus, okay. he was able
1: All to right. do it to Guy. There you go.
2: So he wouldn't have coded it to... You're just dicking. He was Rody just... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's Probably giving Rhodey a hard time. <laughs> yeah. I thought that
4: might have been one of the possible ones. I got the impression... That may be a plot. Yeah, I got the impression that he, just, be, that yeah, impression hole, that he was just kind yeah, of... later,
0: Rhodey's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was just kind of messing with Rhodey. Yeah. It's like, you know... No, it's like, just, it's like, like a house day, I could, yeah. I just don't want to. Um, but, yeah. I mean, there were time, There were parts... I mean, you know, I don't know you would have time, but... You know, how often in comics or whatever, does the technological, you know, heavyweight come up with, you know, some kind of major fix, basically within 15 seconds, Mm -hmm. you know, some kind of, basically some deus ex machina, you know, borderline kind of plot device. So, you know, it would make sense that he would have it coded to Pepper's DNA because he has plenty of chances to Mm -hmm. get her DNA in the Mm -hmm. first place. And he would certainly want to protect her, um, Uh, Which was uh, my first thought When he did that to her first I'm sitting there thinking He didn't like do the Put the little Put the little You know Subdermal implants Or whatever In her I don't think He did So um, I was trying to figure out At that point um, As Tony At the start of the movie Is rigging himself up With these uh, Regularly placed uh, Subdermal implants Up and down his extremities Mm -hmm. uh, No pun Mm -hmm. intended Which apparently You know We're led to believe in that opening scene that that those subdermal implants are what made it possible for the Iron Man armor to fly to him. But then clearly towards the end of the movie, we find out that, you know, as far as we can tell, you don't have to have those subdermal implants because he's able to direct the armor Mm -hmm. at anybody he wants, Pepper and... uh, uh, then Killian. Bad guy, killing. Now,
3: now and, and this was Mark 42, and it was yeah. a prototype. Right. So maybe the other suits, maybe, so maybe yeah. something yeah, that... Yeah. The yeah. There's something about that, because
4: she did ask that, that Mark 15, and he looked at the Mark 42 and said, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I like my answer better, though. <laughs> <laughs> and you and plus,
2: you
3: know, and when you're working with the President of the United States, I mean, you got to protect him. So I don't think Tony Stark would... Give Rodie a hard time just as a joke, and the president's life is at stake. Right. So I think that's that's
0: the I scenario there. It.
2: Yeah. Why was the movie set at Christmas?
0: It was. It, I did guess. it
2: strike? Did it strike? Well, yeah. The Mandarin said, "I'm yeah. going to
0: do this before no, no, Christmas. and the pre, the birthday present."
4: Yeah,
2: but they could have said July
1: Fourth, the very well done yeah, birthday it, present could, instead. You know, because near it's summer. And they have this fireworks theme. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, that's my question, is why why set it at Christmas and then release it in July? I mean...
1: Uh,
3: well, you know, Die Hard, same thing, well, right? Shane
2: Black did the Probably. same thing with Lethal Weapon. Yeah, I get it.
3: I, I mean, Christmas huh? is a time for miracles, right. and, you know, uh, from an American standpoint, Christmas has very significant value. You know, if a terrorist really wanted to strike at the heart of Americans, Christmas is a pretty... Yeah. Well, Don't pay attention to, do to any of that. What
4: Frank just said. <laughs> yeah, thought, for me, I thought it
0: was interesting that for a movie that happened at Christmas, it had
4: less to the Christmas than any movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but she, he didn't. What, was, was, that, do what with, was the song he was playing as he was getting ready to? And that that threw me off too. Yeah. It was uh,
2: a, a Christmas song. It was, but you
4: didn't think it was a Christmas because he was
2: right because he was down, jamming and then he started talking about Christmas. Yeah. And I'm like. Why is he listening to Christmas? I did too. I thought the, the same thing.
4: Of course, they are Malibu. So yeah,
3: they're in Malibu and Miami. The only place you saw snow is right in the middle. Tennessee, Tennessee. Because
2: yeah. um, it, when it went back to present day, it said present day. It didn't yeah. say December or Christmas
0: time.
4: Right. But, no.
2: So that's why I assumed. It would have been summer
0: because yeah. it's summer yeah. now. So clearly we're thinking it's happening on May 4th. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, then, right. well, when you watch Very it in December, May the 4th. 4th. you watch yeah, it be with when, you. when the story happens, <laughs> and
3: it all make sense. So yeah. if you watch it a few days before Christmas <laughs> when it comes on a Blu-ray, you'll
2: be
4: right there. You'll be right there. Yeah, You're with them.
1: Um. <laughs> so you read the extremist
2: storyline. Right. Yeah, I read the extremist storyline. The From what I remember, the 17-2 to 2 Detroit over Houston
4: Wow.
2: That's a uh, from what, bad. From what I remember I love it. <laughs> the Extremis storyline had Maya Hansen in it. I think it had Killian in it, I think. But the Extremis armor, instead of instead of having subdermal implants that remotely call pieces to you, it basically was a liquid type armor that secreted itself from the inside of his body and surrounded him in armor. Right. <clears throat> so there was a big difference there
4: between the comic and the, and the movie.
1: So the movie really changed that a lot. Yeah, I think it did. I think it really did. Did he
4: ever get the face plate right? Because I don't think he ever had that right. He had to catch it and turn it upside down. Yeah. Oh glitch. yeah, that was cool. See, glitches. At yeah. the beginning when he had to come and soar at him upside
2: down and yeah. he had to turn upside down. He had to to do it. a flip.
3: You know, I, I have to say, this movie had some wonderful funny beats that it were did. just, like, really made the action work. The, the one thing that comes to mind was at the end, or close to the end, when he's calling Mach 42 over. About the same thing. It, it just falls it hits apart. hits pole right next to him and just disintegrates. Right yeah. There. Oh, I thought that was hilarious. I mean, so many good, hilarious moments. especially. And Ben Kingsley brought a lot of that, too, yeah. just in his performance.
0: Really like the movie. I think the biggest laugh out loud point I've seen in any of the Marvel movies was that one beautiful throwaway line where the uh the henchman the last <laughs> henchman throws his gun down and goes, Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Says, says, <laughs> I didn't like I, I don't anyway. even want this yeah. job These people are weirdos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Tony yeah. Stark just gives just him like, a nice yeah. go away. The guy's in his forties, he's got a beard, he's wearing, yeah. his, he's wearing a nice suit. He looks like a total pro. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just like puts his gun down. <laughs> I, I hate it here. God, that was that's, awesome. That's, and it, it takes that
3: tension because that is like that's a great action scene to do. Oh, oh, yeah. And then to the, <laughs> hey, <Yeah>. look. <laughs> I don't even like these <laughs> people, okay? <laughs>
0: I've always hated working here. Yeah, I've always done. hated <laughs> working out. here. But there <laughs> was one
2: out. line near the beginning of the movie that that made me laugh out loud. It made me LOL. And I can't remember what it was, but I remember at one point going,
0: ah! Was it the same point where we heard Frank exclaim? Oh, that was the where? Westworld. Yeah. Was yes, right. Westworld. Right. He doesn't get hey, oh, so yeah. that. W- I, I don't know what that means. Me Dude. That means. Yes, Yul Brenner. Yeah, Joel uh,
2: Brenner. What is Westworld? And There's
0: was two movies: Westworld yeah. and Future World. I don't know uh, either of those. I don't, World. It was a uh, uh, there was a, there was a sequel. Is Joel Brenner an actor? Yes, that's, yes, and
4: and he's bald, yes. right? Yes. That's yes. all I know. Yeah, yes, he was in uh, Ten Commandments as uh, the Pharaoh. Yeah. Right, he was famous oh. for doing. Uh, essentially, uh, essentially,
3: it's androids gone bad yes. in an
4: amusement
0: park. So that's that's, that's that, the episode. It was kind of the kind where you could go to, uh, you go to this amusement park, there's <laughs> like three exactly. different worlds. One of them was Westworld, mm-hmm. where it was the Old West, yeah. but like the bad guys, you know, World robots, and it, it, and it was kind of a dude ranch vacation yeah. spot kind of thing, kind of Fantasy Island-ish where you could go be a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. That seems like and a pretty obscure reference I mean, no. Mark, he kind of the guy uh, that looked he'd he'd a ball just like him. And and it was kind of mouthful. No, I get it. But I mean, yeah. as far as the that, general public goes, Well, that's one of those movies that if you were alive in the seventies, uh, Logan, you know, the three out of, out of five people you know, got yeah. the same jump. Jo- you, you saw you saw that movie on Saturday afternoons
1: yes. on UHF
4: stations yes, she did. a lot. i have yeah.
0: never heard of it.
1: So well, I don't know I was like. Why is everybody laughing? That's yeah, right. I, remember... I remember the, I remember. the uh, movie ads in the comic books, yeah. where okay. the guy's face is missing. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like right. detached it's and like you inside. Insane. Yeah,
3: and it was. Uh, I don't know if that movie would hold up, but uh, when you were a kid, it was very cool. Yes, it was no, awesome. it'd
0: be like uh, watching uh, Bionic Woman and the yeah, thin you know, mean, bots, you know oh, and
3: all um, that. You know, let, let me <laughs> ask you at the end of the so when the movie ends. Tony Stark decides to destroy all of his clean slate. The clean Operation slate. Clean yeah, slate. Yeah. So and, the and, and he had and strap the shrapnel removed. And shrapnel,
2: so he doesn't. But well, I, I, I gotta ask you, too.
3: why? Why would he do that? I don't. Because he I don't loves don't get that, that woman. I would still think he would want to
2: protect her. Well, he, he told us. To he told us, "I am Iron Man." He yes. said it at the he end. He's still Iron Man. He's not giving up being Iron Man, right? could just st-
0: start over.
2: Yeah, yeah he's still going
0: to put the armor on. Oh. Um, he
2: just start over. Oh,
3: what did you think of that one slate at the very end that said Tony Stark will return?
2: I kept looking for the thing that said in Avengers Two or whatever.
3: Or I mean, there, there's a couple ways they could have done that, well, it, but it said Tony Stark, not Iron no, Man. I wish
0: they well. I wish they had said Robert Downey Jr. will return. Yeah, yeah. that's what I wish they'd said because my my big fear is that Tony. And you know, if Robert Downey has donned the Iron Man suit in Avengers Two for his last time ever, then thank you, Robert. It was a great run. Best luck with what you're doing next. But I, you know, who, I, I don't know. I don't know how could you, possibly, do? you, know, you could possibly. You know, they will. They talked about I think before Iron Man Two, uh, who's it? Kevin Feige or Stanley or Cassad or Avi Rad or somebody was saying that that. They kind of considered the Iron Man franchise to be almost Bond-like, in that they could recast in no. every three or four movies
1: mm. Mm. and keep going. Well, well I that's think, been hit or I, miss in the James Bond. You can you can try it, but yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you know, why, the whole point was,
3: was, it from a realistic standpoint, that actor
0: cannot do it forever. They they right, weren't yeah. the the point was they they didn't consider themselves
4: just suicidally married to Robert Downey Jr. Right, but isn't did. that the role that brought him out of the ashes? I mean. Yeah, uh, I mean, he kind of did. I mean, that's I mean, he what brought good. him back to the forefront. I, to me, anyway, he was doing a lot of independent movies, right, smaller right. movies. You just know, brought he him did back some jail time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean
3: that made him what he is so today. He, yeah. So you know he's done three, four big movies as that character. Yeah. You know, from a career standpoint, try something else. Well,
4: you know, he's done he's done Sherlock Holmes since then. Yeah. You know, in the process, but still. I don't see who you get to. I mean it's place. like I mean look look at Harrison Robert Ford in in the last um
3: in the last Indiana Jones movie. You know, he's just getting too old for it. Right. And he just can't pull that off anymore and we end up missing
4: yeah. missing but They're going to get to that a certain point one. where they're going to be able to you know computer generate yeah. you know a person into their role and they're you know they don't need actors anymore. Right.
3: Then then you know, when we get to that day,
4: yeah, right. be fine. But
3: you know, R- Robert's going to have to go at some point. But yeah, I busted yeah. out
4: laughing in the West World. I just thought that was so
0: funny. Well, as far as uh, uh, I thought, maybe uh, Iron Man wasn't the first thing he did. Just kind of pulled him out. The um, first big thing, but I think he may be right because starting in 2000, um, he was doing Alan Beale, and then he had. Well, I think he had recovered once. Mm-hmm. Um, pulled himself out of like uh, the 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 smack gutter I right. think yeah. cleaned himself up did Ally McBeal for three years
4: I forgot he was on that. and
0: then um, he actually made that show watchable um, God sort of God help me I did watch uh, more of that show than I want to um, but then after that um, you know how I know in, he does, <laughs> you in 03, he in '03 he does the Sing Detective and Gothica, uh in 04, he does a movie called Eros. In, in 05, he does Game 6 and Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Which uh, is Sean Black. Also, Good Night and Good Luck, uh, which was... Um, yeah, that was George Plainy. Edward, Edward R. Murrow. Mm-hmm. George Plainy directed. <laughs> then he, uh, he also uh, uh, he shows up as uh, uh, Patrick Peterschmidt, Fat Guy Strangler. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, man, he's doing a Guide Recognize Your Saints, whatever that is. The Shaggy Dog. Oh. The Scanner ah. Darkly.
4: He was in The Shaggy Dog. Yeah.
0: He does The Scanner Darkly. He did uh, I'm Skipping a Couple. He does Zodiac. Then he does Lucky You. He does Charlie Bartlett. Uh, in 07 and then in 08, Iron Man. And, wow. Uh, that's and a, there you go. Wow, that's and a, then, well, he does Iron Man. Then he does a bit, you know, a tiny bit part of The Incredible Hulk. He's uncredited. And then he has Tropic Thunder. Which okay. was awesome. yeah. It was, and then well, he, he comes back, back with a solo list, Sherlock Eagle. Holmes' Iron Man 2. Right. And he's back on top of right. the world at that yeah.
3: point. You know, there, there's an episode of The Simpsons where uh, The Simpsons are on a movie tour. And uh, this was early in his career when he was having problems. Mm-hmm. And um, they were through the set and they go, And there's Robert Downey Jr. Seeing, seeing, uh, filming a movie. And they show him on a rooftop shooting at some cops. And the cops are firing back. And Marge goes, <laughs> Where are the cameras. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny.
1: But not funny. But it is funny. Well, he's
3: got a long so, way to yeah. think about it. Oh my I mean, god. Yeah.
1: yeah. He yeah, looked he... great in the movie. I mean, you would never
0: that to How me is he... he is Tony Stark. Uh he mm-hmm. is uh, he is 48. Guys, he, could... he was born in 65. I don't know when.
3: He could have been man, he could have he would have been such a good wizard in Wizard of Oz. Um oh
0: wow, April 4, 1965. So uh wow. yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he just hit 48. I remember
4: him in, uh, um, what was it, that movie?
0: Wow. He's just less a few than years zero. Old we are.
4: Yeah, oh, no doubt. Yeah.
0: I hated that movie.
4: It doesn't stand up. What Back in the day, I
2: loved that movie. Less than zero. Oh, movie. yeah. It was a depressing, sad movie. Oh, yeah.
3: That was the 80s kind of uh, uh, drug culture, yeah. uh, living too fast.
4: Right, and I guess, yeah. you know, he lived that role. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so after one viewing, what is your... Where is it place in the in the three movies? Oh,
3: I want to go. Oh, dang it! I want to go. Frank. It is it is my favorite Iron Man movie and my favorite uh, Marvel Universe movie.
2: Really? Wow. Yes. After that's one viewing. Something. Wow.
3: Because I laughed and had so much
0: fun, and Guy Pierce yeah, I heard you Was really a good villain. Uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. So that's interesting because I really, as we're watching the movie, I'm thinking. Frank's gonna give this the Avengers treatment. He's gonna say nothing happened for the first half of the movie. <laughs> F first half, F second half, A. Because the second half is is basically action sequences interspersed with some character building interstitials. You know, it, it's the first half is is all about the character, and the second half is is eighty five percent action. Mm-hmm. Felt like. Right. We'll be able to time that out, you know expertly once we get the blue in or, or greedy little hands. But and,
3: uh, and you know what, you're right. It has the same formula as as the Avengers did, but I it the characters that just kept me in it. Yeah, they were making me laugh. I just loved watching them when they were just sitting around and talking and stuff. It was good. It was funny. It it you know it kept me
0: entertained. I, I think one thing I did like was that they didn't. Um, they didn't waste our time with a lot of, uh, um, oh, no, uh, Tony and Pepper are having a fight. Oh, no, yes. they're going to break up. Oh, jeez, it's trouble now. Time to hit the sad music, and Tony's going to have to walk down the street in the rain. And uh, But, hey, by the end of the movie, they'll reconcile, <laughs> and at the end of the movie, uh, they won't be back together, but there will be a hopeful ending. On, I'm glad we in. didn't get any <laughs> of that nonsense. Um, it, it was nice that they didn't—they didn't play those kind of emotional shenanigans. Uh, they pretty much saved the time, and, and it was a lot of time. I mean, that movie was what 130 minutes, and I mean, felt like 15. That's, that's too much. It, fun. Did, it, it felt like two and a half hours to me, mm. um, but uh, in, a, in a basically good way. Uh, the first half of the movie, I'm thinking. I'm enjoying this because I, I'm tough enough to handle watching all the character development. And I'm enjoying, you know, what they're doing. Uh, there were a few times where I looked over at Sage and just made sure he was okay. <laughs> as, well, his as extremists is blowing people up. Right. And the other, you know, big gunfights and stuff like that. Um, but uh, by the by the climax of the final sequence, I'm, I, I thought to myself, I need to see this again. I, mean, I don't know if I need to see it again, like, this weekend or something. Um, I may well be able to wait until it comes out on you know Blu-ray. Um, I wouldn't own this I, movie. I, I wouldn't mind. I oh, well, there There's no doubt I'll be buying. You know, I'll I'll be buying this at some point. So uh, um, probably be buying it the day it comes out. Yeah. Um, uh, Cause Just yeah, rank it, rank it with all of that. Oh, jeez. I mean, I'm just, i still feel like I'm too close to it uh, to to objectively say this is better or, or worse than Iron Man One and Two because Iron Man One has the same basic arc this does. I mean, Iron Man the first movie. There's a couple of great bits in it. You know, the whole bit. You know, the whole bit with Tony selling the um, you know that crazy multi-headed missile. Um, was phenomenal. That's one of the best little monologues. Uh, you know, unfortunately, the monologue isn't long enough uh, to, to do a good theatrical workup of it. That's how Dad did it. Yep. That's how America does it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's worked out pretty good so far. <laughs> I just I, I I love every nanosecond of that whole scene. Yeah. But again, uh, except for that scene, I can very easily hit the hit the fast forward button. And just stop about an hour into it. About uh, the, the time, about the time Tony's coming out of the cave with the big, mm-hmm. the big, yeah, uh, uh, battery, big lead Iron Man right. suit on. Um, yeah, you know, I could pick it up there and watch the second half. You know, because Jeff Bridges is great in it. You know, you know he he made he made an arc reactor in a cave in Afghanistan mm-hmm. out of scraps. Yeah. Yeah. you know, I just. I'm There's so many start, great yeah. moments in it, but uh, um and the second movie I, I, we t- I was talking about this with two eleven year olds and a six year old on the way over there is that the second movie um is good it moves it moves in, in in real fits and starts, and it's not so much that that the movie is great and just nails everything you know It's not that the movie is no perfect from beginning to end, but the movie is very important to the way the Marvel Universe kind of dovetails into itself in preparation for the Avengers. And, I think and, that was a and, point and, that, yeah, that the, the great Ken Morgan made, I think, uh, when we Darth were talking Morgus. about mm-hmm. Darth Morgus. I think that was a point that the great Darth Morgus made, mm-hmm. um, and he made it very eloquently, and he had me convinced by the end of his little treatise. Um, so I, I, I kind of have a different viewpoint of Iron Man too. It may not be the greatest movie, but... It's incredibly important to the, uh, to the universe itself. With that said, I mean, if you... I mean, you just, you know, the, the parallels, you, know, you wonder, are they just, are they trying to just beat you over the... Are they trying to make a political statement with it clearly being an Osama bin Laden type mm-hmm. character? Are they clearly trying to tell you that, hey, you know, this is what America gets for poking their nose in the world's business? You know, or was it just a choice um, of an antagonist? And I, I never really got the sense that that the the writers, you know, <coughs> those liberal writers are trying to make a point about Merck or anything well, like you that. Know what? So he, I give it a little he, more he credit, did, I think.
3: He did. He did say things. Um, um, Guy Pierce did say a couple times things like. You know, oh, you know, I'm using this character because, you know, America's poking their nose in where it doesn't need to be. And yeah. the whole, he chose that ship because they had had an oil leak and so he was mm. going to drown the president in mm. oil. And so he was just creating scenarios that he knows are hot button issues. No, it was not it was think he was ruse. being political. Yeah, no. it was, everything was a ruse. Because he, the, the he real was, bad he, guy,
1: he, we, it, it's, it's pretty much glossed over because they barely spent any time on it. Yeah, so The real bad guy was the vice president. They spent like two nanoseconds. Yeah, explaining he this. was. Well,
2: well, I wouldn't I say he was the real bad guy. I was just, they didn't spend enough time on it. I will agree with that. But And it was a throwaway deal, but it should have been a much bigger reveal that he was yes. in on it right. because
0: he had a daughter, daughter who needed a new limb. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, was, that, was that the only way you knew? Because they showed that yeah. one brief right. picture yep. yeah. of her with her, with her little her leg. Well, stump like what, like what or, the yep.
4: conversation on the phone was. Yeah. He kind of brushed Brody aside and said, it's taken care of, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but we didn't,
2: I thought that was just him being confident in the situation, but then until when, we, you saw, right. Until right. when we saw that girl with mm-hmm. no leg, right. I was like, oh, okay, but Dennis is right. That was way underplayed. I wouldn't consider See, it... See, if been... the
1: reveal was twisted more in that way, in the story, that's actually the twist. But in the movie, the execution of that twist was just... You
3: you have to infer what Guy Pierce has in store for the vice president. It's almost like, you help me out, I will right. help you out. But it's he all say just he that does one say shot. It. He says that. He yeah. does
4: say it. That this guy's going to become president. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, but the vice president never says it. But yeah, yeah right, it's, right. it's
3: it, you have to infer the mm-hmm. whole
2: relationship. Yeah, and it's, and it's really possible just, that more was filmed with that, but they had to cut that right, down just to make a manageable mm-hmm. running time. So, what about you, Kevin? Where would you rank it?
4: Rank it. Rank it? I'm going to stick with uh, the first one's always the best one for me. I mean, they would really have to do something. You mean in general or are you talking about in general handers? in general because the first one is the you first can't time can't say that about Star Trek. The first well hold on let me finish my thought. Because the first incarnation of whatever movie trilogy or however many they make yeah. is your first experience with that on on the big screen. And I always think that's you know my uh, my favorite ones are always the first ones and you're going to have to really blow me over to top that uh, saying that I would think that this one would rank second on my chart it, it didn't seem as long as the running time for me because I was really really entertained first part of it was a little bit a little slow but like like Frank said the the interaction with, with the characters and the setups were kept me interested and then it paid off with the action that came. At where did work. the uh, where did the seventeen Iron Man suits come
0: from? I'm not I'm I'm ballparking that the There was, there out, was by one the way. shot. Yeah, I remember at it. the beginning of the movie
2: before the Mandarin destroyed his. I mean, it home. showed
0: the his hall of Iron Man. Yeah,
2: but there was one shot right. where he steps out of a suit. Right. Mm-hmm. And it disappears. Right. Down mm-hmm. and the the yeah. irising floor yes. kind of closed. <laughs> when it disappeared down, you saw silhouettes of a bunch of other suits okay. in that underground bunker
0: I mean clearly an Iron Man suit can withstand a chunk of granite being dropped on it so I never got the impression that, that all those suits were destroyed well they were I the ones kind of showcase no but, you <laughs> know. Now, it, but um, okay geez um, parts of the movie we had to digest so much um, that some of it's uh, a little bit cloudy uh, when the ones in the display cases got blown up, was that him doing it? Was that was that Ralph the robot? Was that was that dummy? No, I I'm thinking think so. or was I'm that helicopter? Was, and, and that was when the helicopter be, came because yeah. I was confused. It, it almost seemed like he was having Ralph the uh, take pot shots and destroy all the suits of armor to keep them out of enemy hands. Is what I was inferring.
4: Uh,
0: if, no,
2: because we when the helicopters came, there was another quick shot of, of yeah all those suits blowing. Okay. or some right, of them anyway, mm-hmm. but. That, that's what I got out of that massive army of suits
0: came from that
2: underground bunker.
0: Yeah. Bunker. That was interesting. So there's there was a number of very critical items of knowledge in this movie that just weren't laid out for you at all. And if you looked away for yeah, I mean, any time yeah. at all, then you would have missed it. Well, which I think uh, is a my first impression is that's a credit to the filmmakers. My second impression is you know the devil's advocate might say. That's either lazy storytelling, or you're just kind of being mean to the audience. You're, you're, well, not really giving them the clues they need to put the story together without just seeing like a surprise. Again, are you again, talking maybe... about the suits? I'm are... talking about I'm talking about the suits. I'm talking about the vice president. It, uh, I think that, it was there. That could have happened in the editing, in yeah. the cutting down. Like, I mean,
3: I I mean, I think everyone here kind of kind of got it. It was underplayed, but it was. I mean, it was there. Yeah. Those
2: clues if, were there. If you, yeah, but if you had. Say Sage was acting up right about the time yeah. we saw the shot of the vice president's daughter or granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And Bill had to turn and tell him, listen, shut up or I'm going to turn Brad loose on your Legos. And then while he was talking to Sage, they show the shot of the daughter. And then Bill comes back to the movie. He missed that shot. At the end, the president's being handcuffed and, or the vice president's being handcuffed and carted off. And bill be like, what's all that
3: about? Well, I mean, then, then that because that's the viewer's
2: responsibility. Well, because they I, can't. I mean, even, you. I mean, yeah, and I'm not saying. Jimmy Black should have thought, well, we need to make this a little longer just in case some kid, some guy's yeah. talking to us. Well, what I'm
0: saying is that it, it requires, that subtle. It yeah, requires it the, the viewer, it requires the viewer to expertly pick up on every single tiny little thing happening in a dark corner of the screen and never missing one trick whatsoever. Not missing one shot, one Easter egg, one, me one of bit day. of foreshadowing in any way, because you're if you do, you're going to be lost. Well, and I, I'm I, not saying I,
3: I, I don't think it was that cryptic. <laughs> I, I think you're, you're making it more G. cryptic Averman, than it. G. No, G. I'm, G. I'm, I'm, speaking a in, I'm speaking of generalities. Oh, okay.
0: Here. Um, that movie. Because What's they're, they're really only those two He's parts. I mean, bo- yet,
3: books are guilty of it two Novels are especially mystery novels. Or well, there'll be a throwaway okay, line no. and there'll be something and then to, to get into the book it's a big reveal. Oh, the blue hat
0: was, you know, the key and you're like, "Oh yeah, it's well, always in it 2 is that you don't have the chance to go back and review something when you're watching a movie for the first time. You're sitting there, you're sitting there alone, you're you're white knuckling holding on and trying to pay attention and I don't blame the viewer if shoot, man, I blinked, or I just, I just, okay, I, I forgot that happened. You know, I mean, they throw so much stuff at you. You know, that that movie was very dense. There was a lot of information. In that yeah, and, you know. And, I mean, I, and there was a lot of fast talking, too. I mean, I'm, the, I'm a Frank Herbert fan. I am far from a stranger to having to pay attention and pick up clues, but in a lot of senses, you know, a lot of times, um, I don't know, maybe this is Maybe this is the DVR generation, or, well, no, it's like the written word generation, where you have a chance, you know, something happens in the book, and you go, Huh? I can't tell you how many times, you know, if I'm confused about something. Mm-hmm, go back. Yeah, you go back mm-hmm. a paragraph, or you go back two pages, mm-hmm. or you go back to the end of a chapter or whatever, and you go back over it again. You don't have that chance in the movie, and I, I just, I, 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 don't, I don't think the viewer needs to take it on the chin if they didn't catch every single tiny thing. With that said, um, I'm glad that they didn't just, you know, lay everything out for you. Uh, there was, there was, uh, I mean, except for the the couple of flashbacks, I mean, there was no exposition in the movie. I mean, I'm sure there was some, but I don't remember any just overt, obvious exposition except for the couple of flashbacks.
3: That's, that that's the part of the movie I applaud the most. Yeah. yeah I'm, because I'm, it didn't, I it think did it's cool. not... Spoon feed you on anything? No, they
0: they didn't talk down to the audience.
3: And you know, go, going back to your to your previous statement, you know, movies are, are meant to be watched at least originally before DVRs and stuff like that. To just watch on one passing, you get the information at the end, the surprise. And if you really, you know, then you have to go back and revisit it, and then you can pick up on all these all these clues and stuff. I you know, I I think that's how a movie or a television show is meant to be viewed. not uh, so. If you miss something on the first viewing, you go back and you're like, "Oh my gosh, mm-hmm.
0: there it was." Well, and there were there were a few parts of the movie where um, it was not punishing my higher logic centers enough that I was able to kind of look around the screen and go, "Any Easter eggs here? Any Easter eggs here?" And so I kept, you know, like on the docks, yeah, you know, I'm looking at like the the names of the of the cargo carriers mm-hmm. and just just trying to figure out if there's stuff here that they're just kind of just kind of putting in. Actually, there's probably stuff, maybe plenty of stuff that they put in there that you know, I didn't pick up Fourth on. Fourth for
2: the trees.
0: But I never really, uh, I never really saw anything that uh, obviously looked like Easter eggs. So, what about you, Dennis?
1: Uh, of the of the three Iron Man movies, I'd have to rank this a distant third. Wow. Distant third. Yeah, I I think there was a lot of cool moments, a lot of cool scenes and. Story beats and one-liners and things like that, but I, I just don't feel like it was put together very well. I don't think it meshed. I don't think it was, you know. Okay. There's a lot of story beats, but I don't feel like I was taken on a journey with, through the narrative at all. It was just kind of. I um,
0: I had to compare this. Uh, I I wonder how many people did, but there's there no way around comparing this to Spider-Man Three in my book. And Spider-Man Three was such a, to use a phrase in the movie, was such a hot mess. It was so all over the map that I thought that this movie, to me, felt uh, a lot more streamlined than I thought a third movie would be.
4: Oh. I mean, I, I was
0: really pleasantly surprised that, that the the movie itself, to me, felt like it was pretty linear. I mean, it wasn't you know it wasn't hopping around you know th- there weren't there weren't a lot of, of concurrent you know. Parallel running subplots or anything, you know, you weren't. It's like okay, we'll leave this part of the story and we'll go over here and Mike we'll Paul see what Christian these characters do. Yeah, Paul yeah. Was. Uh, I mean, you see that happen a lot in you know in novels where yeah. they you know for a chapter <laughs> they completely leave you know the main characters and they're over here on this B plot and then they'll come back. That's the way Spider-Man Three to me felt. It was like it was like three different stories, basically three different movies being edited together, together. into one force feeding. And I didn't get that impression off this. I thought that that um, it just pacing wise and and, and plot wise, it felt uh, uh, similar to the first Iron Man movie in that uh, the first half of it um, basically nothing happens, and the second half of it is kind of a tour de force, um, if you will. And uh, again, the second movie was just the second movie felt like. Um, uh, it felt like a, a sports car with a clutch that was going out on it. Um, it would kind of, the the engine would race and, and then the gear would catch and you'd be on, you know, for a few minutes. And then all of a sudden it would kind of lurch back to a stop. And, and you know, there's so many scenes in Iron Man too like the, the whole nonsense with the strawberries. It's like, oh, Tony, strawberries are the only fruit I'm allergic to. And then he just, you know, drops them, you know, I just, there are a lot of little throwaway scenes like that, and of course, in that particular scene, that's where he gets the 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 model of uh, his fair park, where he realizes that it's a you know it's a, a, a new molecule, you know, right. et cetera, et cetera. So you know, the important things happened in that scene, but it felt like there were a lot of scenes in Iron Man Two that almost felt kind of throwaway that that could have easily been excised. Yeah, from the I movie. I feel like
1: Iron Man Three had way more throwaway stuff in it. I mean, and in, in, in the first and second movies, I feel like the character, Tony Stark, went through a journey of yeah. self-discovery. First, you know, being in the cave, and second, realizing something about his father. Right. And the third one, yeah. you know, he realizes something about Pepper, but I don't think it's quite earned at the end. Like, I don't understand the decision that he makes at the end of the movie.
3: I, I struggle a little bit with
1: Wait, that final decision, I get, to I get that he did it, but I just don't feel like the movie, in the movie, the character actually... Earned my, uh, earned that from me to, to, to actually say it was done honestly. Kind of I,
0: I don't think they they took that scene seriously enough. It was almost like okay, let's let's do something that seems very final, but we'll actually like close the first chapter and let him start on the next chapter. Uh, it, you know, it just. It felt to me like it was really out of the blue. They they wanted the the to Taking the fragment, taking the yeah. they, well, they, to they, they kind of
3: to give him a happy ending well, in the comparison. comics, thing he deserved. In case this movie, like let's say this movie just absolutely flopped. All right, then oh well, at least he's got a happy ending. And there's closure at the end, whether you agree with it or not. It's
0: done. Yeah, I mean this. Uh, this almost felt a uh, Dark Knight Rises-y at times. Just in the way it it kind of, the story built. um, It didn't seem like it was hurrying along to get where it was going.
3: And this is, I mean, this is, this movie is more about Tony Stark than the Iron Man suit. He has to do a lot of stuff without that suit. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's using his wits a lot of times in this movie to where, the suit isn't working, or it's not working right, or he just doesn't
0: have it. Well, I mean, this is one of those classic cases where, like you said, <laughs> it's it's the, the it's the the person behind the superhero that saves the day. It's not the superhero doing it. I mean, you know, I mean, of course it is. You know, it isn't. It isn't. You know, but it's his. It's his drones that come in and save the day it, it's you know it's this it's that um, and, and that whole last sequence the way he was basically hopping in and out of suits was just awesome, yeah, it was awesome. I, I give him I give them a lot of credit for the way they constructed the action sequence that
4: long action sequence. I have sequence. one problem one problem and you're gonna tell me that those pieces of his suit can't get out a rickety, yeah, that door. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that yeah. seemed like uh, Come on. that seemed Come like on. A,
0: a lazy uh, a lazy moment. Yeah, a, a brief failure. A br- yeah, on the point of the. Uh, I just thought the, it was the a creators. nod to Iron Giant. Okay. <laughs> well, but. And it doesn't make sense that two of the pieces <laughs> got outside, <sometime, laughs> right. but the other yeah. nine pieces were, were hopelessly trapped right. behind a thin, breaking
3: inside of the door. door. Like, oh, I mean, it would have been funny if the kid had like put it in a metal locker or a
0: steel <laughs> yeah. locker, and the locker
4: shaking, right? or yeah. dumpsters yeah.
0: Or have it been made by vib- a vibranium or something? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was genius. It was yeah, completely that impossible. It was kinetic energy or something.
2: Before I get my ranking, um, there's two things I want to mention. Oh. One was, in the trailer, the first two trailers, at least one of them, there was a cup, one or two very prominent shots of the back of the Mandarin's neck with the Captain America shield yes. tattoo. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Very prominent. And didn't catch that. It was in only Brad, one shot in this out. movie, I believe, and I, it was I didn't it. It. it was quick, and that was it. No mention of it at all.
4: I thought that's odd. I wonder if Nothing something changed. Back, was that? Do you know that for a fact? That was the back of the Mandarin's neck. Yeah,
2: because we saw it again at the beginning of this.
0: But did you see his face? Can, okay, I think that was an editing decision there.
2: Um, I mean, maybe there was a B story that they were
0: maybe. trying to put in, but that it. that was this would make
2: odd. It. And then we got to talk about the end scene with Bruce Banner. <clears throat> you called it. What made yeah. you think that was he was going to be there? Because
3: there had been all this rumor that Bruce Banner was going to be in this movie. And especially at the end of Avengers, he kind of trails off. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, uh, when Tony Stark is talking, you don't see him on camera, but he is bearing his soul mm-hmm. to someone. So, you know, you think maybe it's a diary, maybe it's Jarvis, you don't know. But just at the end, you know, I started thinking, okay, how, what's the final scene? You know, ideally you're going to expect something that maybe ties into Thor, the new movie coming out. Like right. somehow that yeah. would be the time. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know. It just felt right that it would be Bruce Banner. Yeah. I didn't know in what capacity. Right. I thought maybe they might be like both the drinking a beer
2: and, <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I liked it. I thought it was very, it was funny. Very and there was cool. a shout
4: out to Thor that, yeah, that was his a... name said the guy that came out of the sky with a hammer yeah, it changed right. everything I thought it was cool that they referenced you know
2: New York more than once and yeah. then they referenced Thor and, mm-hmm. and that was cool I did like seeing Bruce Banner at the end I thought that was that was really well done I
0: think yeah. that was that was genius and I'm so glad to have seen uh, yeah when when it was Mark Ruffalo I was like oh thank yeah. goodness I, <laughs> right. I thought Ruffalo that basically said yeah it was nice but I'm not looking to do this again yeah yeah, I, oh, think, really? I think Ruffalo, I, I think Ruffalo has has at least alluded to the fact that he's not really interested in doing solo Hulk movies. Okay. That um, basically he was he was glad to come in and do this, but he's not looking to start a franchise. You don't think
2: he'll be in the Avengers two?
0: I don't know. I, yeah. I truly hope he is. Yeah. That's well, why I so appreciate seeing
1: contractually early. the yeah. actor
0: Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm we could probably find out, but. You know, but, we, I mean, we don't know what his contractual obligation is to Marvel Studios. I right. mean,
3: when movies of this caliber, they usually think this stuff through. I mean, I think there was a falling out with... Uh, so with, uh, anyway. with uh, who did was Ed in the... Ed Norton? Of, yeah, Ed Norton. I think yeah, there was three, a falling out. Three three different Yeah, uh, Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, well, the nice thing is... Um, well, I don't know. You know, gosh, it's been, I've never sat through the first Hulk movie all the way through. You don't need I've to. seen bits of no. it. Well, it's not a
2: part of the Marvel continuity. I, I would
3: love, uh, I secretly love that movie. It's I so would much like, fun.
2: I, I
1: think, you know, I like it just for Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, like her too.
0: <laughs> I think Eric Bana is really freaking cool. I mean, he was great as the Romulan. He was great as Nero. And, I, uh, Don't tell me
2: it didn't happen. I saw it happen.
0: Yeah. Hello. Hello, Kirk. I'm um, Nero. Hello, i um, Kirk how are you i'm fine uh I, I thought he was amazing in that and uh um gosh dang it there's uh i'm trying to remember what the name of the uh the movie was he was uh uh he was in it was a foreign film um uh das boot no not <laughs> close uh
2: das Hulk
0: no he was, <laughs> das das Hulk it was the. Uh, was it the one with that tree? It was the, the name of You're Being a Complete Shark Right Now. Um, no, he was uh, the father of a uh, girl who. He, who Hannah. He was Hannah. A, Hannah. Yeah, Hannah. That's he was right. awesome I in I that. I like
4: that. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Jungle Girl Hannah? or no. the, the Woodsy girl? Yeah, girl? she yeah.
0: was Woodsy, but it was like Finland, Finland, yeah, Finland. Was, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to agree with. I would like to see him. I would like to see his performance in The Incredible Hulk all the way through to see if I appreciate his take on the character more than Ed Norton's Basically, Okay. That's what I'm trying to say.
2: I agree with Dennis in number only. Okay. I'm going to put it third because I love the first two pretty much evenly and unabashedly. They're two of my favorite Marvel movies. Yeah. This one is a close third if I I have to put one of them third I'm going to put this third because I think when I had that part time gig at Best Buy when I repaired DVD players and stuff there's two movies I got to watch every single day one was Anchorman and one was the first (laughs) Iron Man and I never got tired of the first Iron Man never never got tired of watching I think it's perfect from beginning to end I like the second one a lot this one was a little slow for me so it has to go at, in the first part of the movie. It has to go as number three. Because I can't really complain about the first two. Um, but like, like I said, I thought it was very linear. I thought it was very easy to follow. I liked Says his for the journey. Rest world. Yeah, one <laughs> reference I didn't get. I thought he did have a journey in this movie where he basically had to start over. I agree with you guys when you say the end kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, he loves this girl, and he wanted to show her that he would give up everything for her. I get that, but I also kind of think that she would go, Okay, I, I understand the gesture, but the world needs Iron Man, right. so you've got to keep at least I one suit. That too. I thought that, too. And then I thought it was weird that he got rid of the thing in his chest, because didn't that power the suit? I thought that, too! <laughs> Doesn't that power the suit? Yeah, yeah it's got... <laughs> Or it's the it, it's the starter for the suit. You know, the, the suit has power, and Thor can power up the suit to 400%. We saw that in the Avengers. And yeah, he had that battery but hooked up to it. It's like yeah. the key. Yeah. I always thought it was like the key to the suit. If well, that thing wasn't in his chest, the suit isn't going to... Well,
0: maybe that's why he blew up all the suits, because he's going to have to start over.
2: Maybe. Well, no, I mean, it that maybe. It doesn't oh, not he doesn't have the he chest
0: starter. His, yeah. Out it's out like power. he was clearly right. going to have to come up with new technology anyway. Um, it just does seem... It's like, so you're blowing up all these suits. It's this idealistic, you know, hey, it's going to be a fresh start. Well, you know what? The world doesn't always afford you the time you want for that fresh start. What would have happened if uh, Fin Fang Foom or something, (laughs) you know, or the Melter had showed up, you know, threatening to kill people outside of Malibu, you know, three days later? Well, he has got a second bunker. He could have said, "I got these fifteen suits so I put in mothballs. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to bust one of those out yeah. and send it out to take this bad guy down." But instead, he's going to go. I right. uh, Can't really, yeah. Mm. Captain can't America. America? Go? Hey, right. really exactly. <laughs> I can help with yeah. right now. So. Captain America, you
3: got a moment? Yeah. Or? yeah. I mean,
2: <laughs>
4: you done with
2: Loki. I understand wanting to to let the girl know that hey,
4: I love you. You know, right. He bought. He bought her that, that giant she bunny that she no, showed no. her that <laughs> really
2: stacked giant bunny. <laughs> right. She may not have come and out get that and asked the for door. it, but you know, as far as Brad is concerned, if you love somebody, you know, you'll sacrifice great things for them. You know, I'm sure all of us have had somebody in our life at one point or another where we would have done absolutely anything for that girl, and I think that's what Tony Stark was. Trying to put across to her, but again, I thought it was weird that she didn't say, Right, you don't maybe have to do save that. one, right? You know, so did,
3: did anyone think that uh Pepper was totally dead when she fell out in the fire? No, no of course, not. So. yeah,
2: it was just like,
3: Come on, uh, right. that the whole extreme, like, you knew she had been infected, and right? Stuff. So, like, the moment she fell,
4: and Tony's like, Oh, <gasps> yeah back of my head, I'm like, oh, come on. Right. Yeah. Come, come on! on. Remember, what told, remember what he told the little kid about his father leaving? Oh. Don't be a...
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Quick, you know. But yet, yeah, he's
2: like, oh, my God! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
4: I, was, I thought that was excellent that she was actually the the one that... That was pretty cool. That ended the yeah. the threat. Yeah.
1: Well, why would that kill Guy Pierce? where the other one... Right. Did? Well yeah, he had that,
4: that one round. What was that round from anyway? Why would what? he just laying there. Guy Pierce. she just picked it up. When he had yeah. the
1: armor on him, and exploded the armor. That didn't kill him, no. but when but Pepper Well, he was exploded already loaded him. And, and he loosened
4: they, the cap a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that's did, what it was. It was just like how he did was, she, was on his last how did leg. She, how, did she,
1: how did she kill him?
4: Well, there was what at one round. One round. Like a, yeah. a like a you know, a round. Yeah, I didn't catch that. What was that? I don't know where that came. I can't remember where that came from. I mean, that wasn't the. So, the, uh, so much mischief going around the place. She lighter. like picked it up, threw it at him, and uh, then the
3: too. Shark so, too,
1: would
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay. Yeah, now I think it, it's um, obviously it's, this, these are the kind of intellectual games that uh, that we play after seeing a movie like this, but it's kind of trying to rank the three Iron Man movies, the. Ninety minutes after we've sure, seen yeah. the third one, is a little bit yeah. like grading each NFL team's draft. <laughs> the Monday after the draft. Um, speaking of that, uh, Matthias Carly, uh, this one is for you. Okay, let's go ahead and start in the NFC West. Okay, <laughs> um, I think. They, no, let's start <laughs> in the NFC East. I'm <laughs> I think sorry. tomorrow. I, I think the Cowboys had some really odd picks in the first round when they. <laughs> Travis Frederick, center from Wisconsin, who was, uh, was the only one round. was the only one left on the board. Don't They'd encourage massive, massive <laughs> reach. Yeah. Now yeah, this, yeah, now, this they, they, tangent you, brought you, to now, you by
2: McDonald's, Miller life and the Arvin. Bill, Bill, like for be an, us to like see how long we
3: can interrupt them. But well, when you when you we can do be the be reverse. Bill, bill you like, Are you losing weight, Bill? Are you losing weight? No, I'm not. Yeah, you're looking great.
0: You can say that the Cowboys made a lot of really impetuous, dumb decisions. Hey, but wait, if you wait, take wait, a let's, look let's at their trailer, if you let's just say, the hey, no, would let's you appreciate trailer. these players in mass, on. and don't worry about the about in order in really which they were collected do. in. The head? Now, huh? guys, uh, back that way, take a left, take a right. Okay. So what
3: did you think of White House
0: Down?
2: <laughs> I liked it the first time I saw it when it was called Olympus Has Fallen.
3: So why is it that we're having all these movies come out about just the... Presidency just being,
0: I think it's uh, destroyed. I think it's wish fulfillment from the uh, from the conservative right. The
3: um, yeah, because both the, I'm well, actually, Bill, you may have a point because who are the both no, presidents are black. I'm I'm joking. Both no, hey, presidents were black. Yeah, and GI Joe too. I mean, it's just like dude, you oh. just blew my mind. Okay, I'm
0: now
1: with you.
3: <laughs> but um, Jamie Fox in this one, I kind of see this one because he looks like.
1: He does not look like a president.
0: He looks like a like a He was bad the president. Buck. Yeah, he was. Jamie Foxx is not the president. Yes. Yeah, he was.
2: Come on. Yes. That's awful. Did, I know! You didn't get that from the
0: trailer? No, I did not. He Clearly, wasn't, I wasn't paying enough attention. He was the president. Oh my lord. You're kidding Dude. me, because I thought to myself, that's an interesting. interesting home soon. It's an interesting <laughs> idea. Um, and it was, it was like watching Hayden Christensen um, in episode two especially, Attack of the Clones, where he's got, he's had some dialogue written for him that I thought was, was really pretty decent, but he delivers them so blandly as if he's reading a script, not acting in the moment of, you know, the character. Um, kind of like Tatum Channing in White House Down. There are a lot of points where Tatum <laughs> Channing had something viable to say, uh, thanks to the script, but he reads it like he's reading out of a P.D. Eastman book or a Dr. Seuss book. He's doing what is called a line reading when an actor doesn't understand how to do their job well. It's not going. Oh, It was infuriating. Yeah, that uh, movie. I, I, I may
3: want to see it just on camp level because it uh, looks. Yes, as long as you're the right like mindset. Yes, they, they, I they may be on board for White
2: House. I, yeah,
1: I don't think I couldn't that, believe that was the title of the movie. I know that's, that's almost, a working <laughs> title. That's it's a working almost like title, <laughs> not a real title.
2: <laughs> it's almost like a like a scary movie or an airplane yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know? yeah.
0: I expected. I expected the Zucker's. To be yeah, in, yeah. in charge of that movie, absolutely.
3: Um, there there was a Man of Steel. That's the first time I've seen the current one on big okay. screen.
0: Wow, yeah. it looks so good on big screen. Well, oh, but of course, you know, again, they they only gave you two or three poof glimpses of action. Mm-hmm. That one shot where he's flying after one of the bad guys, they turn around and punch. I will find other. him, dude. You, I mean, so is is. It was Sting Yeah, we and, a little, and a little blue Speedo. Don't encourage him, Kevin. I warned you on <laughs> the way over here. I, he 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 did I didn't know him. who was going to yeah. uh, pick up on the Fade Ralph uh, comment. I mean, uh, I, Kevin did. I'm proud of all of you for recognizing that that character is not of, Sting. For a, for a dagger to go through his... Oh, my gosh.
4: How about the Thor one?
0: But, but man, that moment the when Thor, he goes, I and, will find him! That kinda I kinda went, Yeah <laughs> I mean I, I I like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's gonna
3: I am very excited good.
1: about Man of Steel. Yeah, uh, I'm Thor, I've only seen that's maybe the
3: third time
2: I've seen that.
1: Now, that's the first time I've seen it. I didn't mm-hmm. I haven't seen it before. Okay.
4: The Thor trailer? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I'm probably the uh, the least excited about that
0: movie out that, of
2: all the movie movies. Bought your
4: tongue. Um, Thor, I, I
0: would, uh, Thor
3: is my least favorite franchise too I See mean, I, would gotta, trade, rank I would trade
4: if I would trade Captain America I, I'm
0: glad I don't have to but I would trade Born. Captain America for Thor if yeah, I had to
4: I had to rank him Captain America would be the the bottom. the bottom Oh, okay. And it was a very
0: well done movie but I'd I'd, I'd, I'd put it in the same boat I'm sorry Cap you But know, I'm, excited. Deserve-
3: I'm excited about this one because it looks like It takes place more fantasy It doesn't look yeah. like they're even going to be on Earth which is kind of cool
0: They'll be on a little tiny bit of Earth. But yeah, this is, uh, uh, they they said that this is going to take place um, in the other eight realms. That's um, awesome. For the most part. And uh, it was interesting, the, uh, the the two 11-year-old girls who we brought to the movie uh, with us, um, Thor was, is their favorite of the Marvel of U characters. And maybe because so Hemsworth he is... Because uh, he's hunky? He's a, he's a dashing young... Thoriel? Thoriel? <laughs> yeah. so, uh, Have you seen that picture?
2: <laughs> no. oh. You gotta find <laughs> that picture, Kevin. Thoriel. Uh, okay, it sounds it's like it's really
0: funny. So we need—we all need to look up Marvel U memes, don't we?
2: <laughs> all right, let's wrap this up. So, uh, thanks for joining us, and
4: um, all oh, that's that quick.
2: nonsense. Uh, this will air the Monday after the Iron Man movie. And if you're listening to this... You know that. <laughs> you need, yes, you need to go uh, probably check out the website. I think it's going to be brand new by the time this gets published. And you'll have to resubscribe to all the H H W L O D podcast feeds on iTunes if you get them
0: that way. Uh, thank you to Russell for working hard. So on, Russell, um, he he leg-wrestled uh, us into uh, Jim five, did he? Yep. Oh, there's an Iron Man commercial.
2: Oh, it's a Subway Subway. commercial. What a
4: twist. (laughs) Where's Jared? I didn't didn't see you. He'll never really see me. He should have taken the mask off. It's an an Iron Man
1: (laughs) Subway commercial. That's crazy.
4: Yeah,
0: we went to Subway today um, because I didn't want to eat burgers like four times in one day. (laughs) (laughs) Because that would make me a bad parent. (laughs) Um, And uh, they had these little... They looked like little, kind of almost clothy uh, tote bags. They were, they're what you get your Iron Man Adventure Value Pack meal selection in, or whatever it's called. It looked kind of cool. Um, it was something that clearly was reusable. You know, if you like wanted to go to a grocery store and wanted to buy like five items, you know, like five bits of fruit or something, that could be your reusable bag. So they're clearly food. saving the earth. I love, I love this commercial so I much. I have never seen that. Hey, it's...
4: It's,
3: it's for Canon cameras.
1: <laughs> I, probably, I probably will get all the Lego Iron Man toys, though.
3: That's, uh... And then there's the pictures they got. Do you
1: have... Do you have the, the Iron Man minifigure?
3: Did you guys see that this was shot No, but we got a, uh, an Iron canon? Man
1: Heraclix
0: from uh, a free company. Is, By the, the way, one. hey, we need to mention this friggin' free comic book, book day today, and... We only obliquely mentioned that uh, today is May, 4th. Yeah, be May fourth. Be with May fourth. Be with you. Yeah. So yeah. Hey. Uh, uh, we can talk about uh, the free comic day stuff when we when we do our next uh, new episode in two weeks. When I because did. We're all about being timely.
3: When I did. Uh, I did. I hosted some SATs today. Uh, at yes. the end of it, I told all the kids, and Happy Star Wars Day. And there were about twenty in the room. About five of them went. <laughs> Like they got it, and then I said, "May the fourth be with you," and then a couple of them like, that's "Oh, surprising.
1: why? Why has that's just a new thing though? May the fourth, right? It's only a couple years. Last
2: five, ten years maybe. Right? I wouldn't say it's even five. I think Dennis is right. I think it's. I like, never heard of it,
1: but why? Why haven't I been hearing for that for the past thirty years?
2: Yeah, I think I think someone
3: Something just got don't. clever enough and pointed they it went. out. They finally know? went,
4: "Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, him that May slow. the force. Let's May keep the it. One day before Cinco de Mayo, oh, <laughs> yeah. get it? Oh, they're probably just watching. Well, some lifts under.
0: They're enjoying uh, Cindy Brady's fine can't work.
2: Bring up
4: we'll
0: be back next week with
2: this. a a new episode <laughs> that we recorded two weeks ago. <laughs> okay. And with uh, I got nothing. Oh yes, I remember. I was going to say with the music to end the show. Uh, it actually timed out really nice. The way the music was. Uh, about the, the 22nd anniversary re-release of an album that Bill and I both like so yes. much. So we'll, you'll get to hear that next week. Huh? I'm trying to think of what it is. We'll tell you when we're done Lisa recording. Lube. Thank yeah, you, Dennis surprise. and Kevin, for coming with us.
4: <laughs> My pleasure. Yes, sit in more often. All
0: right. We can use the help. So we no, hey, we never
3: got out. any can't emails go. of people
0: wanting to join us. Nobody loves us. <laughs> nobody okay. loves us. Let's, Let's get out of comes, here. Come
2: on. That's anybody. what happens
0: when all your fans Man. live in Finland and Australia. That was an accident. This is true. Hey, is by the way, we, and I'm sorry, we haven't mentioned anything about getting to meet the great uh, BDS Murph Liz Hill. Either. Liz Hill, yep. Yeah. We right. got to see her the this, last couple of days. This really? May this may 4th thing uh, also happened on the Texas Frightmare Weekend. And uh, we got to go down. Uh, almost all of us got to go down and have a she lovely dinner. She bought Bill and with Liz and John. Bill, uh, Thursday uh, night. Bill
3: she bought Bill and I dinner.
2: And oh you yeah. Got to see yeah. her today. I got know. to see her for a few hours at the Frightmare Convention. Oh cool. Today. You were yeah. There today? Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, because yeah.
2: I wasn't able to go to dinner with y'all, and yes. I was talking to her on Facebook. She said, "Are you coming to the con?" I said, "If I can, I will." And I ended up going.
0: Well, good deal. Uh, good deal, Liz. Uh, it was uh, crazy to meet. I, I, was, I was talking to a, a guy today at uh, uh, Lone Star, where I was getting my free Lone
2: Star.
0: I was mentioning how... Uh...
4: <laughs> Is that Thoriel? <laughs> nice.
0: Oh yeah, let's see Thoriel.
4: For Hair This Soft, it's got to be
0: Thoriel. <laughs> yes!
3: Uh, I guess that's his uh, stamp double. That picture makes me thirsty. That's not the one I saw.
4: I know, but that's the one I pulled up first. Okay. On 3,
3: 2, 1, How Far Away is it? 3, 2, 1, How Far Away is it?